Hi, I'm Kevin, pretending to be Alex, but I'm still super. <laughs> and I'm Dennis, and I am natural. He is <laughs> natural. And They're that making leaves... me the junkie. What? Rude. Yes, well, that means you get to interrupt more. Oh, good. Okay. And dominate conversations. Okay, and who are we? We are the Supernatural Junkies. Hey, this is Dr. Kevin again, talking to you about Pro Tandem, and it's why we've changed many things in our office to revolve around an anti-aging program. Not only did it help me boost my thyroid, which is really kind of an untreatable thing when it comes to nutritional, but we also saw my testosterone go up. We also saw my cholesterol go down, and of course, my blood pressure go down. We've seen remarkable things happen in multiple people. This is because there is more science behind Pro Tandem than almost any product on the market. The biggest thing oxidative stress just like the silver in your house tarnishes so does every single cell in your body but when you take pro tandem you can reverse that process not by taking more antioxidants but by making more antioxidants and of course we're talking about the super antioxidant glutathione not only does glutathione function as an antioxidant, but it also functions as an anti-inflammatory. And this can help with a lot of autoimmune disorders. So go to the supernaturaljunkies.lifevantage.com, the Tri-Synergizer under anti-aging products. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Supernatural Junkies. This is, of course, Alex. And she is super. I can attest to that. Yep, that's what I tell him every day. I think Dennis looks super today, too. I think you do. You look very super. You know, well, you guys are very nice. Are you, you wait, know, Dr. Dennis is that? Is that your, um, what's William his? Murray. William Murray. I love William Murray. <laughs> He's so funny. Fast the facts, Jack. That's right. Anyway, and I'm here with Kevin and, and Dr. I came Dennis. from my workout. Uh, did a lot of heavy breathing, good because you know that's when you realize you're out of shape. <laughs> Have you heard yourself breathe lately? You I, just needed more oxygen. I told right. him he could I go out there oxygen. and flip the tire with me, but he won't do it. Oh. Well, I did clean the tire, pull it out clean. of the woods, right? There you go. And I thought to myself, how in the world am I going to clean all the junk outside? Because then you know, get that water stuck in there. Yeah, it's a big mm. old tractor. Tire, Came up with this amazing right? idea. I drilled a hole in the tread. <laughs> so the water, you could clean the inside out oh, and the water wouldn't yeah, just get so stuck nice. there. It would uh, drain out. And so now we have a tire we can cl keep clean. But Yeah, because when you flip it, if it's got any moisture in there, you know, it just gets everywhere. I mean, it's never going back on a tractor, so yeah. no harm done. Don't yeah. worry about that. Nope. So, Doc, do you have a great scripture today? Yeah, I think this is applicable. Uh, it comes from Romans chapter 1, verse 18, and it says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, 
who suppress the truth in unrighteousness because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were they thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. This is really interesting because this verse basically tells you that there is a spiritual world and that it is absolutely spiritual fact that our material world came from the spiritual or immaterial world. And believe it or not, that's exactly what quantum physics has proven. We have proven that there is the, this, this big bang theory, this whole idea that we, we had everything come from nothing. But when scientists say nothing, they're really talking about something. And it's an immaterial world. And this is why the best explanation <laughs> for our entire world, the entire universe, is that the, inorgan the organic, inorganic universe, the material universe, actually came from the immaterial universe. And this is where this, um, you know. It was spoken into existence. That's right. Right. right? And you can start to see the connection there because this is where we get this multiverse idea. We start to understand that there's more going on here than meets the eye. And so this is why once you know that the entire universe came from the immaterial or spiritual world, why do you need evolution again? Oh, and it didn't work anyways, right? So you right. start to realize it's, it's really a defunct theory. And we can go through the three main tenets of that we someday. Should, we should do that because that that's a really interesting deep dive. But I was just thinking that um, how you're saying that something didn't come from nothing. Or when you, I was just thinking like, when you say something, I usually think it's nothing. Right. Just the opposite. Well, remember, I mean, that, just right over his that's head. one of the, <laughs> one of the things about nothingness, right? is that once you say something came from nothing, you just broke all of the material universe laws right there, right? So, right. Like well, that. according to the, the, you're right, the materialism, their, their point of view, it has to, have to have to have that materialistic uh, That's thing. Right. They cannot accept the supernatural or the metaphysical. Mm -hmm. They don't agree. That's why they developed the whole evolutionary theory. They don't agree something came from nothing. They're actually, what is nothing? Like Frank Turek says, well, uh, uh, he quotes, well, nothing is the thing that rocks think of. <laughs> nothing. Right? So right. Um, they can't accept or rock that. Or rock stars. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, yeah, them too. But you can the really same. see that, you know, when we were in school, you know, that was one of the material long, laws. Long, ago. Long, just a few <laughs> days ago. Wow. That, you know, you can't get something from nothing. And that was really saying that there can't be anything supernatural. Right. And yet when the Big Bang came out, that's exactly what it required. I remember all the ways that they talked about how somehow this went out and came back. <laughs> and right. they realized, no, it is an arrow of time. There was a point in time where there was nothing. And then they realized, well, you can't get something from nothing. So if everything came from nothing, then that nothing must be something. Well, another thing, another huh? another quote. Yeah, we know that there was a big bang. Science proved that. Mm -hmm. We just know who banged it. And more importantly, <laughs> we know that that's where the spiritual world put down its literal, physical, material pen and began to draw the universe. And so we'll explain to you, you know, what 
kind of some of that means at some point. But we'll get into three. There's three main things that happen. You know, there's the particle theory versus the wave theory versus um, quantum entanglement and some of these ideas. But you'll see that all of these things prove that our material world, the things that our world is made up in, actually come from this spiritual plane and they don't actually obey all the laws of our universe and so that's why you we come to this conclusion that there's something very significant about that's outside of time and space that actually makes up our material universe right and if you circle back to the verse i mean what what the verse is saying is that they know that there was a there's a god, but they suppress it. They, That's right. They suppress the truth. They're still uh -oh. teaching evolution. Alex, oh, my protein shake went everywhere. All over the place. Um, is it bad? I gotta wipe it up. She's gonna wipe it up. So if you hear some cleaning, that's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but they're suppressing this truth because they don't want to be there to be a god. That's right. But so because if there is a god. We have to answer to him. But this is the equivalent of the, the Wizard of Oz saying, pay no no attention to the man right behind, behind the, the curtain. Behind the curtain. Yeah. We we now, through quantum mechanics, can can see that there is, you know, a realm, a dimension that has actually created us. And so this is where, you know, we'll cover this probably on, on another show. But uh, as we get into this one... Um, We've been praying about, you know, where to go. And, of course, there's so many places we could go. <laughs> but there were some hot topics this week, too, you wanted to touch, too. Well, yes and no. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, all of this is leading to a direction. And this, mm -hmm, is, mm -hmm. this is really, for me, it, here's what comes out. We've seen everything come and go. We've seen COVID come. We've seen COVID go. We've seen the vaccines, the masks. We've seen all these things come. We have seen, we've covered on the show what they're teaching in our schools, the kinds of pornography they're showing our children. It's disgusting. We have, you know, grown men dressed up, yeah. you know, yeah. as women that are parading their sexuality yeah. in front of little children. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? I just heard a story the other day where the, a little four-year-old comes home and says, I can be a girl if I want. All they do is take my penis, right? And they roll it inside out and it becomes a vagina. That's what a little four-year-old somehow... That's what they're teaching them? Well, that's what this four-year-old kid came <laughs> wow. home and said to his parents. Was he in preschool or something? Yeah. Well, so, I mean, we, we how many episodes was that when we had that, we were talking about the transpiring, the trans of like society, three, right? Yeah. I mean, but it's disgusting what what you know, they're what they're doing and what they're they're attacking the child. You know, we see what's happening at the border. We see we're being infiltrated. You know, we, we can see. You know, every every part of the family is under full scale attack. You know, our sexuality is being attacked. Um, the idea of being a man or a woman is being attacked. Um, Every part of our society is being attacked. Well, that's what I'm saying. Derailments, toxins thrown into the air right. and so forth. You know, this, why is that, Doc? Does that have something to do with there being a lifting of God's protection on this country? Well, I think we're, we sure. <laughs> that segue? Was we're that, gonna, segue? that was a perfect <laughs> segue. <laughs> the segue's you know, here. That's what I would ask you guys is what, what is, because I just keep thinking to myself, when is America going to wake up? I mean, when are they going to stand up for anything? When are they going to, I mean, when is enough is enough? And they're going to say, I'm sorry, we're not doing that. 
Well, right? I, that's I, not happening. I don't honestly. Not on my well, watch. My, honestly, I don't think they're going to stand up. Yeah. Um, we had this discussion when we were writing the book. You know, how could they be so deceived to allow to be, to be allow this to happen? This is America. When, when do you just roll over and give up your freedoms? Who, where does it say in the Constitution that the government has the right to shut down your business? Right. None of this. We, we argued that. Yep. Well, now I think uh, you're asking them, well, now the proof's in the pudding. It's there right in front of their face. It's not a conspiracy if it's in your face. So we had an episode on that too, right? So the thing is, is that they're not going to wake up. Because I think this is part no. of the grand deception that, it that, is. that Paul and, talks about. And, you know, the second part for me is that you you get into this and you just keep thinking to yourself no one would put up with this i mean you think about that they said for example this is going to stay where it's at it's not going to go throughout your body it's not going to cross the blood brain barrier it's not going to go inside the cell it's not going to go inside the nucleus it's not going to change your dna and now we know that it did and now we know it's even affecting reproductive tissues we'll go into that another time yeah but you you see and when you understand that when it goes into reproductive issues like Dr. Ryan Cole was on Dr. Drew's show, right? And he was talking about and showing how spike proteins were actually being produced inside lots of different tissues in people's bodies, literally stacking up. The only way that can happen is if it's been incorporated into the DNA, and then the DNA has making that cell think that it, what's supposed to do with its life is produce spike proteins, and it's producing so much of them that they literally begin to pool. What's going to happen to those people? They're all going to die. We know 100% that this is killing people. And we still have people that are what? Silent. Even the church won't be silent, is silent about this. But think about this. When you change the DNA, you changed God's creation. You destroyed. Yeah, you do. If if you're a Christian, they're deconstructing everything that God made. And they're destroying it, including us. When those children, if these these eggs and sperm, okay, reproductive tissues, have had the same thing happen that we see in these other tissues, Dr. Ryan Cole, and now we know that that's also occurring, what will happen to the next generation of human beings? Well, there's a prediction I I just watched. um, Because the microplastics in the air-containing phthalates. um, So I have a friend of mine who owns a medical office, and... um, so she, but she said that the number of patients, young boys that they have, that actually their testosterone is bottomed out. They we're talking young boys. And so we're watching this medical special on it. Just It was a brief little clip. And they were saying that by <clears throat> in the next 10 years, they predict that the median number of sperm um, that men will have is one. Mind? Yeah, I know. Now, how could they predict that? Remember last show we talked about how 45% of kids in America have a chronic underlying condition. But just, I, I mean, think about that. Think about, like, she's saying that she's seeing young boys. We're talking 12, 13, 15, 16, under 18 come in with bottomed out testosterone. Well, that might well, affect their sexual preference. That. Yeah. Right? Well, the, well, there's a lot of causes to that. We talked about the estrogens in the food line and everything like that. But yes, it's this is unprecedented. Yeah, she had yeah, seen well, this I, prior I, to the last I, two years. I, well, think about a year ago in one of our episodes. I was telling you about how many young male patients I had that that have they were in their twenties and thirties that that, yeah. that that their testosterone is like in the two hundreds. I think when you're at that age, when you're in the prime prime of your life, your testosterone should be like running at like a thousand or twelve hundred. Oh, yeah, you yeah. know, 
I mean, it's crazy. It's it's insane. That's why you don't need a brain when you have that much testosterone. <laughs> That's why you don't have a brain. Right? It's, it's being you suppressed. You do need one. It's, it's, it's being, being suppressed by the other brain. That's right. I, I feel like this is all, like all these things happening environmentally that that's, that are being triggered. Right? What are they being triggered by? Right? What's happening well, in it's, everywhere? But also everything that's in the air. It's in our food. It's in our vaccines. It's intentional to destroy the family unit. Because yeah. if we destroy well, yeah, that, but and it kind of and it and it parallels what what is said in Revelation when when we're going into the seals and how you know the waters will be polluted. Our food yeah. is polluted. I mean, we're getting you know we're living in these times where you know that's why I can't stand the whole climate change argument because don't talk to me about climate change when you purposely set on fire uh that chloride uh, right the the polyethyl chloride whatever it was and then create dioxins and you pollute the air and and it goes into the water and so forth and you're going to tell me about climate change yeah okay well there's this great did i did i go into the talk at oxford that they had uh, no. Where the uh, comedian got up and he just, it was, and it was um, an environmental, one of those um, climate change. And he's from the UK, you know, Oxford University. And he got up and he said, you know, he's like, everyone cares about the environment. And he goes, but let me assure you that if the UK, if we all lived perfectly and green, he's like, we only contribute 2% of you know what's happening to the climate you know to climate mm-hmm. change and what's happening mm-hmm. he's like that's two percent he goes even if we lived perfect it's not enough to affect a change anywhere mm-hmm. he's like so even the united states i mean let's think like maybe we contribute more than two percent maybe it's four percent but even if we all live perfectly we can't yeah. correct it he said the biggest polluters are african countries and latin american countries because of um the poverty he goes you know so th- he's like let, why don't we work on supplying them with clean water and feeding them if you really care about the environment let's affect them in a way because they're the biggest contributors and polluters of the environment Mm -hmm. well then we need to start thinking about the things that they need in order to not have that happen and that means taking care of the people yeah and if we can do that then we can stop it and that would actually affect a change but no matter what the united states does or the uk does we would not, even if we all lived perfectly green, be able to, whatever they're saying this is causing, it wouldn't make a difference. It's just a ridiculous notion. And it tells you how much that that issue in particular has nothing to do with saving humankind. Because if it did, it would be helping those people. It's right? just another cause they're right. using exactly. to control you. Remember? Oh, of course. Of course. And so this is... No, that's exactly it. And so, you know, what, we, what mm-hmm. we've outlined today, and again... Are all these frustrations that we've covered on the show right mm-hmm. mine being you know my most important one is very simple if these people have had their DNA in their reproductive tissues changed then we will have an entire generation <laughs> of children that have spike proteins being produced in their bodies and they are not going to live long well we don't even know if the it, we because we, right now from a lot of the research we're seeing and this can change but we don't even know if people are going to be able to reproduce. That's what I'm telling you. Highly That's unlikely. how bad this could be. We're seeing everything plummet. Now, isn't that convenient for a, for a company or a, a country that wants to, what, reproduce? No, no, we can't do that. It's all going to be what? Genetically modified humans well, from here on out. growth pods. They, they have just destroyed <laughs> it, so the I, matrix. Right? <laughs> matrix, so, baby. So I'm sorry, folks, but humanity 
is hanging in the balance. Yeah. They've just changed our DNA. This could be proliferative. This could destroy God's creation. Okay, Once we see this in the population, we could see this in everybody within three to four generations. So you start to see well, here yeah. the kinds of things that are at stake. And so, so we're old. just scratching our heads thinking, when is... Because everybody's like, oh, everything's going to go back to normal. Good vibes. You see what Bring I'm saying? No, Doc, it's the new normal. The new Abbey normal. Right. I mean. That's why I got the shirt. It just says, normal's not coming back, but Jesus is. Yeah, amen. Right? And so you start to realize, you know, when you have a, a patient who has cancer and heart disease and diabetes and all of these things mm. happening, and they refuse to listen to you, you see, you start to come up with you are changing your prognosis for what is going to happen to this person. And this is the point I have reached with America, because you really have to ask yourself what would be happening next. And so this is where we have this thing in America where we really believe we're number one. I mean, that's the number one thing people would say. Well, if you're if we're the richest country in the world, you mean the most in debt. Uh, you mean right. if we're the richest country in the world, shouldn't we be able to stop global warming? Shouldn't we be able to have governmental health care? You can start to see here there's no realism at all. You well, know, no, it's all a house of cards. But, you know, you have to... So, we, you know, the very real part of it, too, is we have to look like what's influencing all these things and i mean i've watched a few um i'll tell you what's influenced i'm influenced man you've been silent for a while i know he's been like three minutes i retired alex but i gotta come out once in a while yeah because he knows he's gonna get hung by his toenails um eventually so but uh, watching these social media influencers these young people we're talking 30 and under like whatever they want to call themselves no i know that's what they call themselves i just laugh yeah but um but they'll say things like you know they're constantly criticizing the police but Mm. they'll be the first people you call if you need help so like what are we criticizing here like there's bad apples and everything but Mm. it's (laughs) anyway but then they'll also go on and say that oh there's something wrong with our healthcare model here there's something wrong with our prison model here there's something wrong with well then quit complaining and do something about it but the truth is is like why is our government obligated to take care of all your problems? And because we live in a nanny state. That's what the whole right, thing is. But it is, the, it is consistent. Like it, We're not just talking a few of them say this. They, they all parrot the same things. Well, that's because they stopped young. teaching the, the civics and the Constitution and education about 50 years ago. So they have, if they don't know what, how America was formed and how we're supposed to be a self-governing people, mm-hmm. well, now we have a nanny but state. Also, we expect... We, we're stop, we've stopped teaching people that they have to take responsibility for their own that's behaviors. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, exactly, that's exactly the same point. Mm-hmm. So agree. you can see there's lots of reasons why this is happening. I mean, the national debt alone is something that most people can't wrap their head around, mm-hmm. right? When you start to talk about how much money every man, woman, and child in America owes on this right. debt is something that they could never pay back in their lifetime. No. And yet people are running around thinking things are back to normal. You know, and it's just, again... The cog, Doc, the cog. Right. So, you know, the bottom line as well is that, you know, those that don't know history are doomed to what? Repeat Repeat it. it. Mm -hmm. So when you look at this, we've been around now in this category 
where not too many governments have ever made it much longer than we have already. And we were talking about Rome being one of the more similar ones. And so you start to look at this. When I was a young man, I should say practically a child, uh, (laughs) the the rise and fall of the Roman (laughs) Empire was considered to be the premier intellectual work of its day. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, to, but today nobody wants to talk about any of that. Mm-hmm. Right. And so one of the first things that they talked about with the, with the implosion of Rome was this small ins- incursions by the barbarian tribes and gets what that's like, guys, that's like an open border. Mm-hmm. Open borders all of a sudden was one of the first things they saw mm-hmm. in Rome that was a signal to their, to their ultimate implosion. Nobody beat them, by the way, they just fell apart. And see, this is exactly what could happen in America. And that's called implosion. Well, it's an interesting point because I just read a headline this morning that Germany's population, the percentage of immigrants of their population is over 30%. Do you remember wow. a few years ago? Because when, when, when they were from all the, uh, the uh, people leaving and migrating into Germany, so 32%, I think it was. That's wow. a lot. That is a lot. We'll be there soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then, you know, the economic troubles. They were such the economic power, and American dollars still control the world, and yet we still have this unbelievable debt, man, woman, and child. Yeah, and but so, you go back to Rome and their economic problems, and they how they what they did was they changed their money because of their debt. So they had to make their coins less and less uh, uh, contain of like copper or whatever Mm -hmm. they were right so they and that caused inflation in that situation too well and they're also their reliance on slave labor in america is still dependent upon what migrant workers and what else are we dependent upon you know china china virtually puts their people in slavery so that they could what produce these goods at such a low cost that americans can't afford to have americans build anything you see, and then we get this huge, you know, bang for the buck. Well, and then all of a sudden, where's all of our money going? Mm. You know, there's something called an economic deficit. How much are you selling to the world versus how much you're buying to the world? And that means that your wealth is going where? Down the hill. Elsewhere. <laughs> and this is why China and Russia for probably 20 years have been calling for United Nations dollars. So you need to understand that the economic demise of America is well underway. Not only that, but it is, you know, we can all see that. You know, surprisingly, it didn't seem to affect people's, the way they voted. But the flip side is also that the the national debt itself is the thing that no one is talking about that is the secret, you know, gorilla in the room that could destroy everything that is America. You know, and then you also have to remember that the Roman Empire divided and that was the rise of the Eastern Empire. And that goes back to Constantinople. Can you sing that song, baby? Nope. <laughs> I can't either. I thought maybe... Istanbul, not Constantinople. It's Istanbul, Istanbul, not Constantinople. <laughs> so, and it was considered an unconquerable empire. But, of course, the Huns came in and took that. Um, and that was also part when that kind of sister kingdom, uh, you know, kind of came in. That's part of what was happening there. Yeah, one of the other uh, issues that the Roman Empire had was the overexpansion or the uh, military spending. Um, with that, they diluted their control over their military. 
Um, we see it happening to us too today. I mean, our military, we spend, what, what is the latest number? I think it was $800 billion. Mm. I think it's more than Medicare. Um, and no one wants to uh, look at this. You know, we spend so much on our military and we're getting less for it. Um, our, we hear about, uh, it's like, where's all this money going when you're, you're stuck complaining about our equipment getting old and we don't have enough ammunition and, and so forth, you know? Right, but then Zelensky says, if you would give me this equipment and this Well, no, if you stuff, don't give me this equipment, we you're, won't win. Yeah. But it will only win. if, Like, we can only win this if you give us uh, this, no. this, and this. That whole thing is a farce. That's just a money laundering thing going over in Ukraine now. I mean... Well, you know, I didn't see this in too many lists, but, you know, everybody knows that Rome was obsessed with entertainment. And you can mm -hmm. see that America is exactly... I mean... It doesn't matter what's happening in America. They're going to go see a ball game. It doesn't matter that these guys are, yeah. you know, that the person who is, is at the concert is completely yeah. trying to destroy America. It doesn't matter if the player, players kneel uh, when our flag is, is in, in national anthems being played. That doesn't matter to those people there. They could have stopped that immediately if everybody just stopped going and watching their country being demised. You know, but they're willing to do that. And uh, well, that's how they distract themselves. They don't want to right. face reality. It's almost like, you know, I'm going to bury my head in the sand. But the only problem is, is when you bury your head in the sand, your your buttocks is exposed. There's you know, no doubt. You, you can't. You can't <laughs> get away you're from. Get your butt well, you, when when well when there's you know it's a psychological thing too, Doc, because when there's so much influx of bad news constantly you know mm -hmm. your mind can only take take so much so you get a form of like ptsd and you want to try to get out of that and go escape and that's what entertainment does it gives you that escape for that short period of time no difference than if you went out and drank yourself uh, a big binge or something you but know. you come back the next day okay. with a bad hangover and it's still there the problem's still there they don't go away yeah. So that's what I think people are doing with, with uh, entertainment. Well, the Coliseum is amazing. You remember when we went there, babe? It was beautiful. I mean, yeah. in a weird way. You know, but the fact that it's still standing that, in any piece whatsoever yeah. is kind of incredible, kind of a mm -hmm. testament. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But just, yeah, looking around and, and being in it, you just try to imagine what that must have been like. It was, yeah. it was wild. crazy. What, yeah. feeding Christians to yeah. lions? Yeah. Mm. I mean, you know what I mean? But just, you know, understanding that, there's such barbaric acts committed yeah. in that place, but yeah. just to see the structure itself, you're like, wow, that's mm -hmm. I, it's so immense. It's kind of like you, you're like in your mind, but when you're there, you're like, wow, this was. Can you imagine that thing filled up, watching people get torn to pieces. Like that's your entertainment. Yeah, and torn to pieces and beheaded. Gosh, now right. today it's we have thing. we have the MMA, and I you know I used to do sideline physician for that. So, <laughs> oh, I mean it's barbaric, and it is barbaric. you know, and now it's gone from the MMA. Now they got bare knuckle fighting, and have all these other fighting. So I mean we have our gladiators also, and yeah, our football. Don't forget our football. Those mm -hmm. are our gladiators, right? Well, don't forget the number one kind of genre that has exploded in America. It is the horror genre. I know we oh, don't yeah. watch them, mm. but we, we're watching people are being entertained while people are being tortured in the most crucial or terrifying Critical, horrible ways possible. Terrifying, right? yeah. yeah. Remember when we went to Pompeii? Yes. Oh, yeah, that was... Because what, see what that happened? city structure was, yeah it was amazing but when you went in Mount there Vesuvius, yeah. yeah you realize it that 
that what was really going on in those streets. Remember when we went into that one brothel? Mm-hmm. They actually yeah. had pictures on the wall. Oh, right? really? Yes. When we went through this whole city, you know, the the amount of prostitutes and these kinds of situations, it was it's just astonishing how much, you know, obsession with sexuality that they had. Right? Well, the public wow. showers, it mm-hmm. was just a big open area. The fact that they had a shower at all. But... Um, yeah, you remember more of that than I do. I, it, it I was crazy. The, I mean, the, the pictures on that were the pictures on some of the walls were pretty pretty straightforward. <laughs> wow, you know what was going on there. Wow. You see what I'm yeah. saying? When did you guys go over there? Oh gosh, that'd be it a, was long... a couple years after we got married. Yep. So probably mm-hmm. I don't know. Like 20, so you see this like obsession. Seventeen years ago. Yep. Wow. Yeah. You see with this obsession with sexuality. You see this obsession with entertainment, and that's exactly what's happening here in America. But do you feel like there was this movie that I don't know, I think maybe it was on um, Prime or Netflix where this and it was supposed to be in the future and the air had become so polluted. They had convinced everyone that there's going to be some sort of um, something that happened in the environment that they had to be locked down in their pods, separated from their families. And they each had a computer screen that they interacted with. Oh, really? Or drones that would come by and drop their food off. It was like weird. But um, the kid ended up escaping and realizing the air and everything was fine and there were people living out there. I mean, <laughs> it almost seems like everything that's going on in the world with all the pollutants and all the toxins and mm-hmm. all this poison in our food and everything else, it's almost like that's what they're trying to do. Like, then everybody stays locked in their little pod and they don't go out and interact and they just, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's stay. also a way, I mean, you keep on... You know, putting all these pollutants out there, it's also a way of de- decreasing the population, which is what these green deal people want. They want right. they, they want less. Well, with better popular. vaccines, we'll kill thirteen to fifteen percent of the population. Yeah, something Let's go like for that. it. Go for it, Bill. Yeah, it's doing a great job. Well, they really have a problem with feces too, and see, feces in particular seems to be what's heating up the planet. I have a right? problem with feces too. Right? <laughs> it's the cow feces, right? And they say no. Well, actually, it's us, right? Reese's feces. Yeah. So yeah. you know, we have this situation where history tells us we should be looking at the past and realizing we are in grave danger, right? Mm. We're we're in a situation where you know, with this last election. How can we hope to win another one? Right? And you start to go, yeah. well, mm-hmm. you're starting to say, well, are there any political solutions? Are the Christians going to stand up? And you start to come to this point where you, as a Christian, you go, I have to be realistic here. I was really hoping to see America not completely forget who it was and not forget that we had an identity, that we had a place and we had a purpose. And that all of that seems to be lost by basically anybody saying anything on TV. I remember when we covered Dr. David Bauer on MSNBC and how he talked about how, you know, 12 weeks after somebody took a shot, that the gold standard antibodies went down by a sixfold. Mm. And he sat there and said, so the solution is to give you another booster. Mm. Now, if your first shot caused me to bottom out, and my immunity is now six times lower than it was originally. Mm. I am never taking one of your shots again. Well, people Do you see what I'm saying? Say, yeah, they but just this don't was realize. natural television telling me that the solution that they gave us actually made us work. It was such a temporary thing. It's like saying, hey, you want to have a lot of fun for a month and then die? <laughs> a lot of people say, yeah. And, and they do say that. <laughs> but you can see this is the kind of you know, situation where we have to realize we are living in the end times, right? Humanity 
is is doesn't appear to be headed for many more futures. And especially you can say that because the ones that God created genetically are now also in jeopardy, right? So this is why you have to look at the past and look look to the future um, with that in mind. And mm-hmm. so the biggest thing I feel like if you really look at the world, we've been number one for so long. We really, we just don't think we can be beaten. Mm-hmm. We, we really don't. Uh, Americans are so arrogant, right? And as if this is just going to keep going on. I think they're apathetic. Well, I mean, there's a couple of things there, Doc. One thing is that uh, <clears throat> America is going to fall from within like Rome did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe. <laughs> well, well, they will. Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, I, I think we will because, I mean, when you look at ancient Israel and when they rebelled against God, what did God give them? Corrupt leaders. What do we have now? Corrupt leaders. Mm. Our leaders are not pro-Constitution. They walk all over the Constitution. They, they, you know, they're allowing a, basically an invasion of both now both our borders, not just the southern border. The northern, the northern border is having issues now too. So now you got this, you got these invasions. You have everything that's going on here with with these uh, pollutants. Not, you know, yeah, we saw this, you know, the train wrecks. And, and and come on, people, I think there was like five or six derailments in the last two weeks, mm-hmm. and you know, and you have these toxins being spilled over. You have uh, the oh yeah the chemical trails that are sprayed in the air. Um, you have uh, everything that's going on. So there is a massive, massive um, judgment going on with the United States right now. Amen. And anybody who is is a Christian should see this. You know, but I mean, we can understand that the the people outside the church will not see this. But if you know history and you know how, like that's why I read Romans. One, that just meditating on that cha- on that chapter and, and how that applies, that's part of judgment. You know, everyone's like, well, the, the tribulation, this and that. We are under judgment. God judges a country. Mm-hmm. He This is what he does. And uh, it's happened to Israel numerous times when he led them into captivity, right? Yes. By the Babylonian Empire and, and by a wicked, wicked king who controlled them. Well, and you know, that's what the communists have said. Just exactly, we're going to implode, and uh, and this is where, of course, Nikita Khrushchev said, uh, Khrushchev, we will take America without firing a shot. We do not have to invade the U.S. We will destroy you from within, and that is certainly happening. And remember, that is the Balaam approach. If God's people are doing really well, mm-hmm. you can't beat them. The mm-hmm. world knows that. Mm-hmm. The only way that you can destroy America is destroy the people of America. And how do you do that? By destroying the families. Oh, you see, mm-hmm. start to get us into the entertainment. You start to lose all of that. Mm-hmm. And you can see this part of our fabric of our society beginning to, to crumble. But, you know, this is another quote. This is by Henry Kissinger. Extremely important. Today, America, you would be outraged if UN troops entered Los Angeles to restore order. Tomorrow, they will be grateful. This is especially true if they were told that there was an outside threat from beyond, whether real or promulgated, that threatened our very existence. It is then that all peoples of the world will plead to deliver them from this evil. The one thing every man fears is the unknown. When in, I'm sorry, when presented with this scenario, individual rights will be willingly relinquished for the guarantee of their well-being granted to them by the world government. 
I'm sorry. Did you just tell us all about the pandemic that just happened? Wait, it's what? exactly it. <laughs> right? And, and again, did Dr. Did, Fauci write that? Hey, hey, hey. See, I told you I did it without a shot there, right. Kevin. That's right. Just I'll give you a shot. What's Wait. interesting is Get he says if they were told there was an outside threat, okay, whether real or false. Promulgated means false. Right. It doesn't have to be real. Right. You just fiction. You just can make it up. As long as they believe it, they will willingly give up. Of course, it's MK Ultra mind control. And this is where our Bible <laughs> well, has isn't been. Is this what Reagan said as well? He uh, also Reagan said something. the nine words. Yep. Yeah. He did talk about that. I'm from the government and I'm here to help. <laughs> well, right, right. Yeah. And he also said that, like, if humankind would come together, if there was an outside threat, like aliens threatened. We would all come together well, as one to fight it. It's the same well, what thing. What if they weren't crazy, really aliens? What if they were demons? <laughs> right. Right. Well, but it would, there yeah, aren't aliens, the same, there are demons. It's the same <laughs> thing, though. It, whether real or imagined, an outside threat, then, right. you know, under the guise of, we're here to protect you and make you think. Well, that's what we talked well, about with so the whole bad. pandemic, was right, the fact no. that um, they controlled people without firing a shot because of the fear of death. Yes, fear is an incredible motivator. Yes. Yes. Well, if We're you want to see push that in the next quote. Yeah. But think about Revelation 18:23. Not sorry. Revelations? Revelation. Hey, he said it right. Don't we <laughs> I know. Him. I know. Man. Had to. These guys only get one revelation from Revelation. I get a lot of revelations <laughs> from Revelation. <laughs> He's like, so it's their fault. It's definitely their fault. That says about their That's world. our standard joke. <laughs> but anyways, in Revelations 13, 16, 17, 18, that specifically <laughs> said that all of this was going to happen from a cause. And the point is, is that God's been warning us about people oh that gosh, come up with a cause. goes over this again. Yeah, but this is the pattern. <laughs> Every Why episode. is this important? Because this follows the, he- the Hegelian dialectic, which mm-hmm. is what? Whatever you want to do, problem, you create solution. a problem mm-hmm. where the natural solution is what? What you Bill wanted Gates? to do begin with. Yeah. And then gotcha. that's also the ordo ab principle. Mm-hmm. Order mm-hmm. out of chaos. Create mm-hmm. the chaos. And then you can get the 